0: for Masia Valley Better Together. Good morning. My name is Joey here with you, bringing you things that you need to know in the community. I'm excited this morning to welcome my guest, Uh, always have a great time when he stops by. Joining us from the Bureau of Land Management, we got my good friend uh, Bill here with us. Good morning, sir! How's it going? How are you doing? Uh, It's it's been some some time since we uh, had you stop by. Uh, How are things going with you?
1: Things are going real well. Uh, Back in the saddle again, we're starting the year off right, and uh, there's a lot of things as usual uh, going on with the BLM, and so that's what I wanted to drop by and let the public know of some things that are going to be happening.
0: And we always appreciate it, especially, you know, we love our, you know, our, our, lands, you know, we just such beautiful atmosphere that we have here in Southern New Mexico and a lot to get to, uh, this morning, definitely a lot of news for those that are listening this morning, things that you need to be aware of in the community, uh, as of course we are, you know, in the middle of February, but there's always some things that are going to be happening and we appreciate you joining us, uh, and you know, getting us up to date with what is going on. Uh, so let's go ahead and start off first with, uh, what, what do we got going on first on the agenda?
1: Well, we wanted to let the public know. You heard it here first, folks. Okay, we're going to have a prescribed burn uh, for the Dripping Springs Natural Area, and that's planned for the week of February the 27th through March the 3rd. Okay. Now, our fire management crews are going to monitor the daily weather and then decide as to what date the burn will commence. You know, based on the the weather conditions. Uh, you will probably see smoke. Um, Through the city of Las Cruces and surrounding areas but don't be alarmed Uh, we've already uh, notified and worked with all the um, local smoke will be highly visible to the city of Las Cruces and the surrounding communities. Uh, The Dripping Springs Trail which begins at the visitor center and heads up to the historic Van Patten Mountain Camp and part of the Crawford Trail which meets Dripping Springs Trail is going to be closed to the public on the day of the burn uh, all the other trails in the area will still be open for hiking. Uh, we're not closing the, the area. So you just check with the hosts and staff at at the visitor center or uh, follow the signs if you have any questions on where you can hike the, the day of the burn. Okay. Now, you might want to ask why we're doing burn uh, a burn. It's basically a fire. That was going to be my question you know, is why
0: are we doing something like prescribed this?
1: Prescribed burning is, is the most effective tool that we have to control vegetation in areas where wildfires are no longer appropriate okay so we what it does is by reducing the volume of vegetation under these prescribed conditions land managers they mimic the natural fire cycle in other words that greatly reduces the danger and risk associated with unplanned wildfires our objective is to create what we call a safety zone in the event of a real wildfire mm-hmm. The burn creates a safe area for people to seek refuge if needed. In other words, it gives you an anchor point for firefighting resources. Okay. So the area we're burning is a is an area where there's not going to be any vegetation or anything that can catch fire in the event of a real wildfire like you had back in two thousand and
0: eight. Now, one of the things I wanted to mention, and for those that you know, you mentioned at the start, uh, you know, depending on weather, can you explain to a little p- to people why? You know weather does play a major factor when putting something like this together, whether it's you know high winds, whatever the case may be as we get to that day, Can you explain a little bit as to why weather will have an impact uh, when it comes to this
1: well, considering the the grasslands that you have um, and the the vegetation that you have, you don't want the the very high winds to be mm-hmm. able to uh blow the actual fire into the other parts of the the natural area and start a real wildfire. This is basically where we're just starting little fires and they'll burn and they burn themselves out and you char the the land. It's not a real big roaring flaming fire. It's just sporadic points throughout.
0: Yeah, and I think this is important for people because, you know, if there was to say high winds that day, um, you know, it's like, well, why didn't they do this? It said there was going to be smoke. Well, at least they know. It's something of a controlled, it needs to stay controlled at all times. So, like you said, it doesn't get out of hand and then turn into something that could be dangerous to the crews that are that are executing these, these control burns.
1: That's true. We're going to have about 20 uh, BLM firefighters and personnel that's going to monitor the fire. Mm-hmm. Because um, we also have two other fires scheduled that week, or excuse me, prescribed burns. One is going to be, we're doing conjunction with the Holloman Air Force Base. We're going to be doing a prescribed burn in Socorro County uh, near the Red Rio Bombing Range. Uh, That's located on White Sands Missile Range, uh, about 18 miles uh, west of uh, Carrizozo. That's about 300 acres of grassland there that we've targeted for for hand ignition. That's that's how we do these things. So you'll see smoke and fire. If you're traveling down Highway 380 or Highway 54, you'll probably see some smoke in the area there as well. We also have a third one. Uh, This is going to be in Otero County. We're uh, collaborating in conjunction with uh, Holloman Air Force Base as well. And uh, this is going to be near the Centennial Bombing Range. And uh, so if you can see um, near McGregor Range and Centennial is about 20 miles northeast of Oro Grande. And so it'll be about 500 acres of uh, grassland. Uh, it's going to be hand ignited there as well. And okay. If you're going down Highway 54, you'll probably see see smoke in the area. Okay. So we just want to let the public know, if you see smoke in the area during that week, we're doing a controlled prescribed burn, and we've already coordinated with all the interagency partners and and county officials and city officials to let them know what's going on
0: I was going to mention to you it, it, there has to be a, definitely a process that, that you guys go through when putting this together it like you mentioned you know making sure the authorities are aware making sure that everybody's in the loop and also letting the community know that this is happening because with the community not knowing about something like this people could see smoke and think that it's a actual fire and they're, you know, alerting and that way the community knowing what's going on. I always think that's a major, uh, an important thing for people to know, especially because, you know, we want to make sure that we're taking care of our lands. And obviously it's in good hands with you guys. Uh, we just want to make sure the community also aware of what you guys got going on.
1: Yep, we, we do. And uh, so keep us following on our Facebook page, but you also can go to another uh, website, And there's also some good information on this website too, uh, particularly if people who have smoke uh, sensitivities or respiratory problems. Go to the following website, it's uh, nmfireinfo.com, that's basically stands for New Mexico Fire Information. Okay. And that's put out by the state and the New Mexico Environmental Department, and that's a site that we use and post our information on there as well, and you can get some other information on there. You can f- follow the air quality of, of what's going on. And so if you've got a respiratory problem or you're smoke sensitive, or if you need more updated information, they're a little bit more up to date than we are okay. with our Facebook. You know, yeah. they're, time, they're more timely, um, but that is a good website to go to.
0: Excellent, excellent. And once again, these dates, can you just run them down really quick for that us is again? is gonna
1: be the week of February the 27th through the 3rd of March. Okay. Depending on the, uh, the weather conditions, and and the, how things are, we'll, we we d- not unsure as to what date. We okay. didn't want to set a set date because it may be a red flag date, mm-hmm. So that's why we picked the whole entire week. Okay, for so our, that for our
0: crews to do what they need. So to do. that window, just a uh, heads up to the community around that window is when you're going to see. Uh, these burns that will be taking place. Uh, what else we got going on? Uh, what, what, what other good news do you bring to us? let's uh, bring
1: some good news. Okay. You know, we talked about uh, burning <laughs> things. Let's talk
0: about... <laughs> what, what are some good news that we have? <laughs> we'll change the topic.
1: <laughs> well, you know, the springtime's around the corner, so we've got the start of our artists in Residence program. Now, that is... Uh, we're co-sponsoring with the Friends of the Oregon Mountain Desert Peaks and we're looking for a local artists okay in the area you know that this program actually helps educate and promotes the appreciation protection and preservation of our natural and cultural resources on public lands it's a residency what it does is it gives an artist and the public an opportunity to interact uh... and and basically if someone applies and they come here and they stay on site and in, in our recreation area and. Do their things that they do, whether it's painting or artwork or self-expression or sculpture, poetry, music. There's endless possibilities. Nice. You know. So whatever artist we're looking at that will apply for the residency, once the residency is completed, the, the artist gets a $500 stipend and um, they do a community project. Usually it's a, a, a community-wide public event where they can come out and do a demonstration or a workshop. And then then the completed art project is used to promote the monument. Okay. So it's a way where we can um, do um,
0: a celebration of uh, the long, diverse history that we have here in uh, the Las Cruces area. Okay. So that's going to be coming up. And uh, definitely a reach out to many artists. Uh, I was was fascinated by just the many outlets that people are able to participate in. And there's just, you know, art is so... So many ways of doing this.
1: And that program's going to, the residency program's going to take place May, throughout the entire month of May. Okay. It's just 30, 31 days. But the entries have to be received via email to the uh, Friends of the Oregon Mountain Desert Peaks by March 17th. Okay. Now we'll have this information on our Facebook page as well as the Friends Facebook page as well. So there's a link there that someone can click to go and. And, and apply. Awesome, awesome. Okay. Uh, what else we got going on? Well, we've got uh, the start of the year, so uh, our, paleo- our cultural paleontologists and archaeologists and recreation guides, they decided to put out some community hikes. Okay. So we've got some guided hikes coming up for you, so you can step, step back into the past of the Dripping Springs Natural Area, for example. We've got one coming up on March the 11th at nine o'clock that's for the month of march last uh, month we had uh... la cueva so we've got uh... Pina blanca coming up picacho peak fillmore canyon um, all this particular every month we're gonna have a different guided hike you know two to three hours fairly relatively easy hike where people can just come out and then and enjoy the their public lands we also have another one um our prehistoric trackways national monument as a matter of fact uh february the 18th is going to be the one for february at at, at nine o'clock so that's where you can come out and see the uh the guided hike and see uh how the land was 286 million years ago i always thought that's cool you're walking on the floor of the ocean and seeing all of the uh, fossils of the microorganisms but our paleontologist Colin Dunn is going to be there and uh, that was a really good community event, we're going to have uh, a hike every single month throughout the year of the, at, the, at the trackways but then our, um, our other archaeologist is going to have other f- hikes throughout the rest of the monument, so just stay tuned to our Facebook page, we're going to have one every single month so if you can't make this month's there'll
0: be one for next month Uh, and one thing i wanted to mention to you bill is your facebook page very informative especially when it comes to a lot of last minute things something happens and the community needs to know i know in the past when you know say something needed to close your your facebook page is very informative at letting People know what is going on in that moment's notice so talk a little bit about the Facebook pages as far as people connecting to the Facebook page and looking for that page to stay to stay connected with you guys
1: it's real easy just do a search for the Bureau of Land Management Las Cruces district yes and you'll find us right there we've also changed the hours of operation for our, our uh, office mm-hmm. on our mark on Mark West Street so you have the times that are there you have a email As you can public email if you need to make comments or ask questions you can do so right there but it's a pretty good I'm very fortunate to have this social media (laughs) outlet uh, under available to me in the district because not every district has one most of them are at the state level so we are very
0: fortunate here in Las Cruces to have a social media outlet you know and we're very fortunate for you because bringing us this information you know uh, being able to chat with you about our lands and you know, talking a little bit about the hikes, uh, I think it's great, especially for those that move to this community that are fairly new to the community. This is perfect for those that are wanting to be able to socialize with those that enjoy hiking, being a part of that hiking community, and being able to go and explore these different areas, these different lands. Like, there may be someone that has never been out to the Dripping Springs, but now to go get a walking tour, which is great. I, I think that's that's the perfect for anybody that's wanting to go and enjoy the lands.
1: Yeah, because you have a, someone here who is an expert walking with you on the trails and they can tell you the unique history and archaeology of the area and then teach you the importance of leave no trace mm-hmm. uh, when you're visiting uh, um, natural areas.
0: It's, uh, it's great. So remember to follow them on Facebook. You can always stay connected to them and you can find out the latest. And, of course, he's always joining us here on the radio to be able to inform you, especially with all things that are happening uh, within our community and with our public lands bill do we have anything else coming up anything else for us uh, for uh the next couple of weeks uh, before we see you again
1: that's pretty much it as far as what's coming up around the corner uh there are a couple of things in the hopper uh, I'll,
0: I'll come back and tell you more
1: about those that's a big thing with the state we're okay. doing where the bureau of land management and other agencies are exchanging land that's a big big thing coming up um, and also, our uh, Resource Advisory Council is going to be uh, starting up again, finally, after a two-year hiatus. Okay. Th- thank goodness. You know, <laughs> we're back in the saddle again, getting our Resource Advisory Council together. That's going to be open to the public. That's March 29th. Uh, we'll have uh, that information posted on our Facebook page once we get the final approval um, and the federal registry notice has been sent out. And so that you can actually attend in person or
0: via Zoom. <laughs> so, gotta have the Zoom option nowadays, right? Because there's sometimes it. the Zoom option may be you know feasible to somebody to say, hey, I can't make it, but I could still get on and watch via. Zoom. So there's
1: a lot more things coming around, and uh, I'll be back in next month and give you a better update. But uh, come on out for those hikes. Follow us on social media. Don't be alarmed if you see smoke next week in the skies. Uh, It's just
0: the BLM doing a prescribed burn. That's right. And, of course, we'll be reminding you of that through our Masia Valley News. And and if you're a local
1: artist out there. Go ahead and sign up for the
0: residency program. <laughs> That's right. Bill, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us this morning. Uh, I always look forward to our conversations and being able to talk about the one thing that I think a lot of us absolutely appreciate, and that is our public lands here in Doniana County and throughout southern New Mexico and just the great things. And, you know, with the temperature starting to change a little bit, it's going to start getting a little warmer. Uh, now more than ever, we'll have an opportunity to go and enjoy Uh, The great things, the hiking and all the stuff that uh, the community has to offer. So, uh, Bill, we appreciate you stopping by and Always a pleasure. It's always good. Thank you so much for tuning in this morning. Remember to learn more at our station website. You can stay connected to the latest and also visit previous episodes of Mesilla Valley Better Together. For Mesilla Valley Better Together, this is Joey Hernandez with your country. 103.9 KGRT. Today's hottest music, Hot 103. The Classic Rock station, Classic Rock 98.7 and Cool Oldies 104.5 FM and AM 570.